0: We are in the season of the parables. For three Sundays, Emily and I have been preaching about Jesus parables. On July 16th, I preached about the parable of the sower and Emily preached last Sunday about the parable of the wheat and the wheat. But I have to say, Emily, I, I got the best part today. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, some parables without Jesus' interpretation. (laughs) For the last two Sundays, Emily and I had to preach not only about Jesus' parables but also about Jesus' interpretations of the parables. And you know, we preachers don't like to deal with other people's interpretation of the (laughs) text. So you can imagine how difficult it was to. Uh, when we uh, had Jesus' interpretations uh, of this text. Uh, So today is a new day. Finally, some good parables and the freedom to search for meaning by ourselves. (laughs) Five parables are combined in the gospel reading today. Bible scholars call them the parables of the kingdom because all of them recreates core values of God's kingdom using simple and approachable images. Little seeds, gist, a hidden treasure, a merchant searching for fine pearls, and a net thrown into the sea. Theodore Wardlow frames these parables as stories of things that are hidden. The treasure hidden in a field, a fine pearl hidden amid ordinary pearls, the nets full of fish in which the good fish are hidden amid the rest of the catch. The gist hidden with the three measures of flour. And the mustard seed. We tend to think about the mustard seed as a symbol of growth. But mustard seeds were hidden too in biblical times. Lying undetected in a big sack of some other kinds of seed mustard seeds are thrown in the soil in the same handful as other, uh, uh, as the other more dominant seed no one suspects for an instant that any plant other than the one that is planted will sprout and grow up and the mustard tree breaks every expectation from a hidden small tiny seed becoming the greatest of the shrubs. All these parables remind me of this also an almost hidden phrase in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. Yes, there is a hidden unseen reality of God's kingdom that is as real as the material world we can see with our own eyes. And yes, God is the creator of the unseen, the hidden but real nature of things. And when I say words as unseen and hidden, I'm not only talking about the microscopic world of atoms and particles, I am referring as well to the spiritual world, the hidden forces of God in constant and creative work, and also about the hidden forces of evil that destroys our souls and bodies and creation and that separates us from God. These parables of the kingdom, are revealing to us something about the unseen and hidden in God's work. As the mustard seed, we are talking about something invasive and unpredictable in relationship with God's work in us and in the world. As the yeast is hidden in the dough, in three measures of flour, it can produce 40 to 60 pounds of bread. We can be surprised at how a tiny little reality becomes a clear sign of God forever transforming our our orderly sense of things. We frequently want to draw clear and undoubtful boundaries around the kingdom of heaven. We say what we believe in, and the church is clear about what we are supposed to believe. We have inquirer's classes for those looking to be confirmed and become members and families looking for baptism are trained in clear terms about what the sacrament of baptism means or should mean. In our liturgies, like today, we have creeds with clear statements and traditions that we follow and practices that we Follow every Sunday, especially if we don't want the person next to us staring at us in a weird way. <laughs> and don't get, don't get me wrong, all of that is very useful. And there are many, there, are, there, there, there may be some truth in all that as well. But what if there is something else hidden in all that? We want to believe that besides all the rules and clear boundaries in our faith and worship experience, I repeat, we want to believe that besides all that, God is whispering in our ears and touching our souls in hidden and mysterious ways we don't always make sense of. We want to believe, just right now, while I speak, that God is whispering long every. Elizabeth, we baptize today. We want to believe that God is whispering in Elizabeth's ears, You are my beloved. And we pray that those words in Elizabeth's heart will resonate in her soul and body, transforming her life and the life of her family forever. We pray that God's words as the hidden yeast will make the bread of life overflow in Sloan's life forever. We pray, as the Apostle Paul said, that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we want to believe that this sacrament of baptism we are about to celebrate today is saying something in our hearts about what it really means to be a welcoming, accepting and loving community of faith. We want to believe that in the hidden parts of our hearts, God is repeating the same words God said to Sloan Elizabeth, you my people, you you are God's beloved I rejoice in you I hope we want to be like the merchant who seeks and finds until he stops looking he was looking for pearls but he found what he was not seeking not fine pearls but the pearls and then something changes in him, because without pearls or goods to trade, he's not a merchant anymore. He's just a different person, he's a new person. Something fundamentally changes in him. He's no longer what he was. He want, we want to believe that as this merchant, We also can't stop looking for the shiny little pearls of this world, the insatiable desires and the unfulfilled hunger for more, so we can discover the finest of the pearls and the one that can really transform the core of who we are. Hidden within what we see so clearly, God's kingdom is subversive and grows up In unexpected ways until what we thought we knew is transformed and redeemed by our surprising God. In the meantime let's clear our spiritual eyes and ears to the hidden and small signs of God's work in our lives and in the world because maybe maybe God is transforming something around us in us or through us as our children in godly play i wonder i wonder where we are in these parables today are we the woman making possible the abundance of god's kingdom through small and daily actions or maybe we are the merchant letting behind wanting for more to rejoice in the one finest pearl. Who are we? Maybe the most are seed, providing shelter for creatures around us. Let, let, let God's kingdom be present around us, in us, through us. Amen.